on Call Room. A Grey's Anatomy podcast. I'm Abby. I'm Bree. And, and it's a, a beautiful, beautiful day, day to, to podcast. podcast. I just went for it. Oh yeah, I thought it sounded better that way. Um, So we yeah. are in separate locations because life is crazy. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's, And this is just a special little episode, so we decided why be together for it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. Um, if this is your first time listening, this episode's a little bit different than our normal ones. Typically, we are a Grey's Anatomy podcast that deep dives every episode. We just finished up season 10, uh, so you can go back and listen to 10 seasons worth of content if you have not done so already. And if you are a current listener, uh, we wanted to give you guys, this is technically September's bonus episode, which normally only goes out to our $5 and up. Uh, patrons on Patreon, but we wanted to give it to all of you to just kind of really put a cap on the Christina story and also give non-patrons a little insight into what a bonus episode is. Yeah, so we compiled, we had asked, I'm sure if you were listening to previous episodes, we were asking people to send in their thoughts, feelings about Dr. Christina Yang. And so we put these together for you so you can hear what some of the other listeners have to say about her. Yeah, I feel like one of the reasons that we podcast and why we continue to do this is like the small, cute, it's not small, it's grand community that we've created. And uh, we talk to a lot of the people on our Zooms and everything. And I think it's just a cool way to hear what other Grey's fanatics have to say about this epic character. Totally. So before we get into that, though, we have a little bit of news. Yeah. And it feels weird to say because I feel like we make jokes about this all the time. Yes. So as you guys know, Bree and I, well, in real time when we're recording this, it's almost October and life is just kind of busy. We, I'm proud of us. We pushed through the pandemic and kept giving you guys episodes. And we, even though we couldn't be together, we recorded. Bree, you're like neck deep in grad school right now. Yeah, like I'm actually like six feet under in a grave right now. So You're like that scene in Step Brothers when he's like, I'm burying you. And he's like, but I'm alive. <laughs> That's exactly my like grad work is saying that to me. I'm burying you. And I'm saying, but I'm alive. And it's saying like, I don't give a fuck. So. Yeah. And I am just to be transparent. I have seven weddings in my editing queue right now. For some reason, this tail end of summer, I just forgot that that was a part of the job that I have to do <laughs> like that it's not yeah just being, like that that's your <laughs> that's like 80% of the job so um we're just dealing with some real life things and we want to make sure that when we're recording we are always like fully committed and not half-assing anything so we're gonna be taking a little hiatus we are I'm sad to say it out loud I know, and I'm sure some of you are sad to hear it. I'm sure some of you are like, thank God. Actually, I don't think you'd be listening to this episode if you were someone who said, thank God. You would have stopped by now. So, yeah, this isn't goodbye forever, but this is just a moment that we need to take to breathe. So we're asking that you keep us in your queue because um, we have some ideas for what's to come in a little bit, but um, at this point... We're just taking a minute. We're taking a hot second to take a deep breath. I think your uh, sister, I won't name her, but she used to say, I'm taking a long blink. Yes, yeah, so we're taking a long blink. We're taking a stew snooze. What other things? <laughs> yeah, um, I think too. Yeah, I especially want to reiterate that this is not like a final goodbye. This is not like the podcast is done. We are done. This is just like we're for sure taking October off. And then um, we I mean, regular grays does come back in November. So that's why we don't want you to unsubscribe from us, because there 
it's very possible that we will surprise attack you. So please just like- There could be something planned. Yeah, there could be something planned. And like, we're not done with the gray story yet. So we just, we don't want to say permanently goodbye by any means, but we do just want to be very transparent that we're taking a quick break. And also, um, if you are a patron, you're going to be getting a very detailed information about how this is going to move forward from now on. But we want to still invite you that especially with the new season of Grace coming back, our Facebook group is still going to be active and it is still going to be you have to be an intern on Patreon to join. So really nothing is changing as far as the community goes. And I mean, Bree and I still comment on things in there. We're still in there. So we're still gonna be active in that sense and just keeping things open for when we do come back. So you can still become a $2 patron. And if you are someone that has more to give and you feel like giving to the cause of the podcast, which again is not going away, and you want to keep your Patreon, you can keep it or you can lower it to two. We are fine with whatever choice you make. It's totally up to you guys. So again, you'll get a detailed information about that. Yeah. So just to like, it feels very murky, but just so everyone knows, to be clear, no one is being charged in October. And then right. we are going to send an email about moving forward with Patreon and you guys have the autonomy and choice to do whatever you want with it. So Make sure to check your emails. And if for some reason you know you don't have an email in there that is usable anymore, like contact us on or like email us or something at theoncallroom at gmail.com or send us an Instagram message or whatever. So we can just make sure that everyone has all the information they need and everyone feels supported and loved and this community can continue to grow and be the special place that it is. Yeah, this feels super cheesy, but like, you know how everyone's, it feels weird to like, put a pause on something that is like actually like growing in an upwards trend. But I do, if there's one lesson I've learned this year, it's that growth is not linear. So I feel like taking this little pause, is gonna allow us to just really refocus and take some time and come back if we do even stronger and better. So yes. And Brie will not then be buried alive. <laughs> I won't be buried alive. So thank you everyone for all your support thus far through 10 seasons. And we're just gonna- Over three years. Yeah, we're just gonna keep, fucking shit up so (laughs) absolutely so we just wanted to let you know that and we're really excited to share our thoughts of our fellow listeners they're just really sweet honestly a lot of the people that submitted things have been listening all three years like some of them were our first patrons so it's very kind of full circle here that they should be featured because they all have more intelligent things to say than we do anyways and we're really grateful that they took the time to send their thoughts to us so Yeah, so we're going to just vomit those out at you and then we'll come back at the end to give a little wrap up. And I do want you to stick around because even if you don't like Christina, please keep listening because at the very end, there is a very funny voicemail that I would like to just preface now. We got from a listener that I just listened to it and I died laughing. She, I mean, she sent it in. So she's giving us the rights to share it. It made me laugh so hard. It has to do with Interstellar. And that's all I'm going to say. So please stay tuned for that. It's a great little funny thing at the end. And then we'll we'll call time of death and come together at the end. So thanks again for being a listener and a Grey's baby. We love you so much. She was brave. She was bold. She was fierce and she was funny. She was as comfortable extolling her triumphs as she was navigating her tragedy loyal to a fault and always willing to challenge. She was her job. When the book is closed on Shonda Land, she will be the epitome of what it meant to viewers and the landscape of television. 
diverse, complicated, dark and twisty, to borrow from the lady herself, female. Her disdain for being girly did not make her more male. She wanted to be woman, full of everything that can mean and totally willing to own her power. She was sexual, in charge of an innate sensuality, and yet never fell prey to the idea of having sex like a man, whatever the hell that means. She could be cold, removed at a moment. Another, she was capable of giving language to her deep well of emotions. Remember the Dead Dads Club? She held her tribe close, less maternal, more of a general who knew she has built the best army. She was dedicated to doing her best, but capable of falling into patriarchal traps that we all knew one day she could break. She was Christina Yang, and we were lucky to have her be our person. Also, I hope you spend one million minutes talking about the pieces of me speech to Owen in the kitchen. Sandra O oh is queen. Hi, Bree and Abby. This is Lainey. I know we don't ask people who their least favorite character is on this podcast, but I just wanted to say for the Christina episode that my least favorite character is the collective that is Christina's ex-boyfriends. So we have the creepy Stanford professor who grabbed her ass in front of her boss and colleagues. We have Burke who let his mama steal her eyebrows and as Christina put it, took pieces of her. We have Owen, who was Owen, and finally we have Shane, who was, you know, I mean, he wasn't too bad, but he was mediocre at best, and he was pretty arrogant, so I don't feel too bad lumping him in with the others, and Christina was never given a good romantic relationship, and I just, I resent that for her, but the thing that I appreciate about Christina as a child-free woman myself, I appreciate that Christina is a child-free woman who does not waver in her decision, knows what she wants, and isn't apologetic about it. Because I can't think off the top of my head of another show or movie that has a child-free woman represented in this way. Because on other shows, a woman without kids is either childless, not by choice, but because of you know, some circumstance or medical condition or something that prevents them from having children. Or being child-free is, you know, treated like a sign of immaturity that they eventually are either pressured out of or they change their mind. And that does happen. People do change their minds, but it doesn't always happen. And so I really appreciate Grey's giving the representation of a woman who does not have kids, does not want kids, and is secure in that. I think it's just one more example of the wide representation that Grey's portrays that other shows just haven't matched yet, in mainstream television at least. And that's, I think, not my favorite thing about Christina, but that's one of my... It would make the top ten list. Um, and it's notable about Christina that is different from, from any other character that I can think of. So... Those are my thoughts on Christina. Love you guys. Hope you're having a great day. And can't wait to listen to the next episode. Hi, Grace Babies. It's Carly here. Um, I think my favorite Christina Yang moment is when 
she is operating and the surgery does not go well. And she realizes after that it was Henry that she operated on. I think that surgery in particular really is monumental in her journey as a doctor. I think after that, she cares more about her patients and it is a complete 180 of when she started out as an intern in season one. I will miss her so much. She's a queen. Sandra Oh is fantastic. And I look forward to Killing Eve season three. Hey, all Sarah here to uh, give you my thoughts on Christina leaving. So I grew up in the 90s and uh, a kid in the 90s, a chick in the 90s, didn't have a whole lot of examples of women in STEM, women scientists, or at least they didn't when they grew up in rural Ohio and went to a Catholic school like me. Um, Scully and X-Files was really my moment of realizing that women could be scientists. And similarly, Christina was my moment of realizing that I didn't have to be the social ideal of a feminine woman in science. So, you know, Christina is exactly her own person. She's feminine in her own way, but she's not the subservient woman. And I never wanted to be. Uh, But again, I grew up in rural Ohio and went to Catholic schools. And so the patriarchy was strong. When I started watching Grey's was when I was in college and seeing Christina be exactly who she was with absolutely no apologies was kind of the other half of my being influenced in my career choices. Seeing her character do the things that she did, go for the things that she went for and not give a single shit about what everyone thought about her. Uh, was like the validation I needed to do the same. (laughs) Uh, So I'm saying thank you to Christina and the people who wrote her because I think she was exactly the kind of strong, smart, and just badass chick we all really needed to see in television. Thanks for listening. here from all the way across the pond in England. I just wanted to add some of my thoughts about Christina. I think the reason why I love her so much is because she is so confident and quite often very sure of herself and with good reason. She knows she's good looking. She knows she's a good doctor. She knows she's a good surgeon. And um, I think what draws me to her a lot is that I wish that I had the same confidence as her. She was always a great companion to Meredith and they were the true love story of Grey's Anatomy. Their friendship was just so solid. And uh, even through the last series, she prevented doing some of the work that she probably should have done because she was conscious of Meredith and I think that shows real growth in her character and also just how wonderful she is in her friendship 
And uh, yeah, I just in some ways would love to be more like her. Also, side note, Sandra Oh is just absolutely incredible. What an actress. Her face, she doesn't even have to say a word and you can see the emotion that she's trying to portray. And I just get sucked in every time. And I just think she's just a stunning actress. And I'm still in shock that she's not won more awards for her work in this and in Killing Eve and everything else. Hi, guys. This is Kat again. I just finished watching... I'm winning episode 19. And at the end of the episode, Christina and Owen are sitting down in the basement on the vents, drinking champagne, celebrating, you know, wouldn't she get burn marks on her ass because she got burn marks on her ass from like what, season five when they had sex. And I'm just confused. I know that, you know, she's not naked, but you know, She's still sitting, and isn't that hot air? Wouldn't that hurt? I don't understand. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hi, Abby and Bree. It's Sam calling in from New York, and I just want to give my little love to Christina. So obviously, I feel like she's perfect in so many ways, but the reason that I connect so much to her is because she has some really great secular Jewish representation. Uh, I feel like a lot of, you know, we have Rugrats, which is incredible, incredible representation. I love them. But then besides that, a lot of the representation that we have as Jews in America is either very religious or a lot of times it's a bit of a joke. But with Christina, we got, you know, the reminder of Shiva with Denny and just these very, very small things that a lot of us more secular Jews can relate to and feel representation from. And I just love that, especially the episode where um, Bailey uses Christina with the Nazi paramedic. Bailey didn't even know that she was Jewish at that point, if I remember. Might have the podcast go screaming at me right now. But yeah, Christina and her Jewish representation, I feel like is a lot of times overlooked. But for those of us who live it it's so important hi listeners abby here just wanted to give a little intro to this clip this was sent to us by olivia who is a listener and she is playing owen and christina's song on the piano so please enjoy this tune and don't forget to stick around after the piano song for a very funny voicemail that doesn't have anything to do with christina but makes us laugh and after that brie and i will be back with you just for one last update before we call time of death
<laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I watched two movies that you guys talk about all the time. The first one, I watched Interstellar because, Brie, you wouldn't stop talking about it. And I'm glad because I watched it for the first time and I genuinely think, okay, it's also, t- it's also tomorrow. It's 1222. I couldn't, I can't stop thinking about the bookshelf. All right. Like I can't. Now I'm watching Moulin Rouge for the first time because you guys have talked about that before too. And I genuinely think I'm on an acid trip and I'm 19 years old and I've never done it before. So I don't know what's happening and I maybe should go to bed, but that's all. Love you guys. Bye. See, okay, now I'm in love with you and McGregor, and I don't know what I'm going to do about it. Uh, whatever. I'm just going to finish movie. All right. What'd you guys think? Bree, what'd you think? Fantastic. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> Could not be happier. <laughs> I feel okay leaving Christina now that we dedicated four episodes to her. Yeah, on it. Well, oh yeah, four. I, I mean, was yeah about four. It feels like four. Yeah, and uh, also a, a fel- uh, someone in the group who isn't the biggest Christina fan sort of came around. I know, and I was like, and said, you know that they they still don't necessarily love her, but like they can see her, the beauty of her story arc, and yeah, it was like, whoa, wow, okay, felt like a win. So yeah, for sure. Um, Thanks again to everyone that sent everything in. It means a lot to us. Please continue to follow us on Instagram at the On Call Room Pod. Please consider to be in our Facebook group. You can do so by going to patreon.com slash the On Call Room. And if you have any questions after receiving the email, if you're a patron, please shoot us a message at the On Call Room at gmail.com. You can follow Brie at BJ Babs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... I don't know. We'll be here to watch Grey's when it comes back. I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. And um, we'll still be like in regards to the Instagram and stuff and the email. We're still going to be active in there checking it. So if you want to, if you miss us and you want to send us a little message or you're like behind on the podcast, we will respond to you. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to... We can't wait for it to be 2021, so. <laughs> I honestly can't wait until the election is over, to be honest. Yeah. So, uh, also, if you want to laugh, you could go back and listen to the episode called Pancetta in My Pants. Yeah. That's one or, of my favorites. Or, or Shrek, Shrek memes. <laughs> Those were some really cool. I really, I like Or the one where we system. play Never Have I Ever. <laughs> or not Never Have I Ever, Would You Rather. Would You Rather, yeah. Um. Brie, would you rather take a long hiatus on a Grey's podcast or have to do it every day of your life until you die? Take a long hiatus. <laughs> Perfect. Guess what? We're going to do that. So oh, good, good. I chose the right one. All right. You sure did. You want to call time of death? I would love to. Love you, Grace BBs. We'll see you, love you so much. on the other side. That was Hamilton. Okay. It's called <laughs> Time of Death 1842. Beep. Beep.